What is going on, everybody? This is episode 144 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I am disheveled and out of breath. I'm here with my co-host because we are off to a great start today. Please introduce yourself. What's up, Crisis Actors? It's Mary. See? Having a great day. We are having a fantastic day. Starting out so uh, so organized right now. It's beautiful. Yeah. I'm just trying so hard not to cough right now. She's working on it. Uh, Feel free to go ahead and cough. I will throw it back to me and to our guest host for today. Please introduce yourself, sir. Hello, you beautiful people on the internet. My name is Dane. I'm the marketing man extraordinaire and the patron saint of White Summer. Did you say beautiful people on the RRR? On the internet. Oh, okay. On the internet. Okay, that's what, that's where they are. They're on the internet. I didn't know that. Yep. Okay, now Perfect. you're just making fun of him. No. Yeah, dude. What the hell? That's, yeah. That's, that was mean. That's <laughs> not, w- stop calling me out. It's not nice. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was Mary. That's, okay. <laughs> and thank you, Mary. <laughs> this is, I'm sorry. I'm ruining the vibe. No, no, don't be. Don't be. We got to... I have no idea. I, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. What's on the docket, Brad? <laughs> what is on the docket today? We got we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. So we're going to talk about Lightyear flopping at the box office badly, like really badly, like way more than I thought it was going to flop, which was really, Heck really... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> say that again? Heck, Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, Mary's, Mary's very happy about that. Uh, we got that. We got uh, Dane wants to talk about Diablo Immortals. Hey, Immor- I do. Yep. And uh, microtransactions, which is always kind of an interesting topic. One that actually anybody can talk about, <laughs> really. It's actually kind of a fascinating thing. But we're going to talk about that. We are going to talk about Ezra Miller, of course because I'm hoping that this might be maybe the last time for a while until maybe maybe the next thing we hear is like Ezra Miller is uh, intro- is like actually gets caught. But that's what we say every, every time, time and it's never <laughs> yeah, true. It never so happens. So let's just stop hoping. I can hope. Uh, what can do I have if not despair? hope? I think next week it'll be like Ezra Miller is like literally doing arson. Like <laughs> it's got, like, he, that he, would be better than the reality of it. Uh, Truly. I'd rather he commits arson. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as long as nobody gets hurt, right? Uh, we got that. We got Podlock. We got a bunch of other stuff. So if you two are uh, distracted but also ready, we will just get right into it. Mary, are we ready? We're ready. Dana, are you ready? I'm very much both. All right. Let's do this. So it says, Disney Pixar's Lightyear, huge, fl- uh, huge flop at the box office, which is very, very true. Uh, it only made sixty. Uh, it made fifty-five million over the entire four-day weekend. That's the projected. So it did not even beat. Dominion, Jurassic World Dominion, which is in its second week, I, and this is a Pixar movie. I don't understand what they were hoping for with this because where was the demand? The well for a for a spinoff based on a toy based on somebody who doesn't exist. There's actually, I mean, to be completely fair, Toy Story four made a billion at the box office, despite the fact that nobody needed really? Toy Story. To, no, nobody needed who Toy Story four. That? It was in 2019. Like it would have like they got lucky. It was like summer right before pandemic happened. Yeah. So they got very lucky with that. But I think uh, the, the question will end up being like, why? Why did, this, why did this happen? How did they miscalculate as badly as they because did? Because it's not the story that people like. Exactly. It's just, this is why we've been saying, stop with the spinoffs, just come up with something new. Which they'll never do. So it says, Disney's Pixar's Lightyear appears to be a huge flop at the, this box office, at the weekend box office, uh, with estimates have dropped by, at least thir- by as much as 35% in a day. So the original estimated uh, opening weekend <coughs> for this was 75 to $105 million. And it barely cracked 50 million, Mm -hmm. which is insane. And when I was looking at conversations about this, uh, they were saying that like when you add up uh, the the actual cost of production with the cost of like toys and marketing. 350 to 500 million. They might barely make it over that. Mm 
barely um this movie might actually be yeah i don't know this movie might not profit like at at i hope it doesn't 200 million was the mark or was the budget for this so if you take the rule of like uh 1.5 times the budget you're looking at uh for the marketing it's about you're looking at about 350 million all in before toys and all that stuff so the film alone needs to make at least 350 it needs to make, make more than that because they don't share 100 they don't keep 100% of the box office profits they keep four I don't remember Disney has a different negotiation with theaters than other companies they might keep 60% of the box office so they're not even going to keep a hundred they don't keep 100% of whatever right. the movie makes so say if we looked at this number and they made 55 million here in the US this weekend they don't keep all 55 million is, is half of that particularly reprehensible of this movie like what would be i your- i feel weirdly like principled about watching this movie Why? crash and burn because <laughs> it's just another thing where like we're gonna take this uh this movie that was special to a lot of children and then we're gonna like make a cheap spin off of it and mm-hmm. then also add our woke messaging into it and you can just like take it and be happy yep. but clearly people people aren't into it and it sucks yep. And it made $55 million domestic, so it made about $84 million Yeah, and other people were also saying, oh, the, the massive... This was like the PSYOP headlines. The massive success of, of Lightyear shows that the China box office is so irrelevant. Was there a headline that said that? Yeah. Okay, I mean, I, I haven't... I didn't send it to you because I knew that you would just go into a tailspin. My, my favorite part is like whenever <laughs> these companies, whenever the news outlets... Um, they cover for these com- for Disney whenever something yeah. like this happens. Meaning, like everyone knows that they didn't want to make fifty-five to eighty-five million dollars worldwide. Mm-hmm. They wanted to make a hundred million dollars just here in yeah. the United States because they cut out twelve markets. And um, they're only making me more pro CCP yeah. <laughs> by, by the minute. Well, uh, actually, and the funny thing is, uh, Jurassic World. You know, I'm I'm not a fan of our movies being playing over in China, but Jurassic World Dominion is like the highest. Uh, grossing movie over there in a long time. Mm-hmm. So uh, did you guys watch this? Uh, no, we that's we didn't even, like. It was such an afterthought that we didn't even go to see it. Like I didn't. I had no interest. You in, in suggested it. it, and I never didn't got back. Want she basically to. never got back to me. Uh, I didn't want to see it because I mean that would make us part of the problem. In. <laughs> It's a little bit different because it's what we do for work. I know. But you're right. But I money mean, is money, and put, I, I hate these people. Putting your money where your mouth is is absolutely, is absolutely right. So it says, uh, the spinoff from the Toy Story universe fell short of insider projections in the domestic debut, collecting a lackluster $51 million domestic from 4,255 uh, 4, North American theaters. So if you go over here and you look at the box office breakdown, uh, Jurassic World Dominion, Brought in fifty-eight million. Now that's before that was a three-day weekend, not the four-day weekend. So the four-day weekend was sixty-eight million, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, we get fifty, and it ended up being fifty-eight million. So there was a sixty percent drop-off in the Jurassic World Dominion box office from week one to week two. And the best part about this is, is Top Gun Maverick only fell fifteen percent and still made forty, like what did it say, forty-eight million dollars this weekend, and almost beat Lightyear in its first weekend. And yeah. Top Gun Maverick is in its fourth weekend. Very happy about Top Gun Maverick. Not as favorable to Jurassic World Dominion. Yes, because I feel like that franchise was already just like absolutely trashed with what was it, six movies by that well, point. Then, then we have to ask the question: Why is it that Jurassic <laughs> World Dominion, which is also an unnecessary sequel is making all the money and maybe and unnecessary but not as poorly thought out because i think it's really just like this evil impulse 
they have to like these movie producers have to take something specifically from people's childhoods and twist it mm-hmm. into something like wrap it in a in a bow i have some theories and you so, can make the argument that they didn't actually change much about jurassic jurassic world so mm-hmm. the people like chris evans uh i mean that's i'm not I mean, a, i'm not I've a fair person some, to ask like, about that simp tweets about how um like Thank you. ever since he started like going off on like China and like, you know, all the homophobic haters. Yeah, yeah. like they were well, like, no, "Wow, Chris Evans is like what a guy." <laughs> that wasn't necessarily just about China. That was about like the U- him the, and the, Tom Hanks. Yeah. But. Um, so we have that article here, which says uh, Chris Evans' uh, homophobic lightyear critics are idiots who will die off like dinosaurs. It is ironic that they were beat out by a dinosaur movie. What was this, this weekend right? after what making is? that comment? But my point here is that why is that? Be- because what he's talking about when he's talking about this is this movie got banned in like Saudi Arabia, the United Arab lightyear? Emirates, yes, uh, and as well as Qatar, all these Middle Eastern countries. Why? Uh, because uh, of the there's a two a, female characters. Buzz is gay. No, two. No, uh, thankfully two. they didn't do that to to. So, <laughs> so, the, so the question here is, why is it not xenophobic for him to say this? But it's, I think we're we're seeing things actively butt heads, like yeah. the interests of this like ideological lobby, yeah, are openly butting heads in the entertainment sector mm-hmm. because you're finding out that like it's actually cultural imperialism to force your ideas On onto places, the rest yeah. of the world. Yep. Like American values onto the rest of the world, whether those have always been in America or or whether they're new. Which is funny because those same people would then decry imperialism and any exactly. type of colonial behavior. But then when so they think seeing, they're right, it's okay. Yeah, you're seeing yeah. the conflict come out of the woodwork in real time, yep. and they're really um, they're making comments like this that don't actually they're not internally consistent and here's something interesting also the movie doesn't have a horrible audience score on right i don't care about the critic score even the critics didn't seem that yeah. this movie has a higher audience score than critic score and it still did interesting it, it has an 85 well, really i feel like people are just bringing their kids to this like sit down and shut up for a couple hours because it's it's summer and my gosh yeah 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 Yeah. so so i that was the most interesting part to me is i thought with a budget or with a with a box office like that we would either see the the trip typical really high critic score with really low audience score which would uh kind of make the the turnout make sense but we're not it's it seems that the people who are going to see it aren't necessarily unhappy with it most people that i talked to just said it was meh but like do would i think so okay hear me out so when i was a kid I saw Toy Story 1, mm-hmm. and as a result, like every other Toy Story, I was like, Mom, Dad, please, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the the kids, this generation, I don't think they have that unless, like, they, they've watched Toy Story on DVDs, like yeah. the other ones. Yeah, but 4 just came out in 2019, like I said, and made a billion dollars. I but think it's one of those things like Nemo where, like, everyone's seen it. Who went to watch 4, well, not children. Thank like, you. I think I think it's that's like, a good. That's a that's a fair. Like we, do, I don't know what the demographic breakdown th- was of four. Like I'm saying, I'm thinking four is like millennials, like mid cope, like mm. like strongly mid cope is like oh my god, what up? I threw the toys. Like it's like they, you know. And another interesting part about yeah. this is, as uh, I think a lot of people, whether I, I tend to not try to look too hard into this, like with my own lens of like, did they replace typically conservative Tim Allen with? Is uh, 
Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Tim Allen is huh. is, uh, is a Hollywood conservative. Did they replace typically conservative Tim Allen with very progressive Chris Evans? Literally, just as an fu. I mean, one that of the things I'm sure that has to do with the, why this is flopping is they literally changed Buzz Lightyear's face. Like yep. his face as his toy yep. is a completely different person. His voice is a completely different person, and now. Even like the animation style that I saw for the other human characters mm. is, I think, like rather ugly. <laughs> there, I I don't like how like the direction that it's animation said, is going. It's also said to be a far more adult focused movie. Like it's like it's not really humorous. It's more of like an adventure story. Yeah. So it's like I think there's a, a like it. We're quick to point out like get woke go broke, but I think it could just be it was poorly. It was poorly created from the get-go. It's poorly marketed. Yeah. You don't really, like, who are you trying to reach here? Something they the mistakenly so thought was bound to no, succeed. Dude, they've, got is... the so they've got the sock. They've got the little cat, the socks, which is very clearly yeah. marketed towards kids because it's supposed to sell toys. Yeah. But then the movie seems to be vaguely adult in theme. So it's just poorly done. I don't know if it's a situation also, of get woke, go broke. This is like, uh, like, let's appeal to a mass audience. And when you do that, you get no one. Dude, it happens every time. And like uh, for an example, like this is happening so much in video games, like it, it, just like a, a brief, a, just like an example. There's a particular genre of video games that's very hard. Fighting games. Fighting games are very, very difficult. And over time, they keep trying to make them more simpler. And what people don't get is that people don't play fighting games because they hate losing. And they're even if it's easier, they're gonna lose anyway. You know, so like appealing to the mass is never going to work because the mass doesn't want it. Yeah. The mass doesn't want the feeling that's associated with your game. And it's like, so here, like they, they like woke up it. They, they got a new guy and it's adventure. It's, it's for adults and for kids and for everyone in between that, that's not a thing. Yeah. There is not a subject that's like besides pizza. That's like <laughs> un universally loved. There just isn't. I gotta push back on that just a tiny sure. bit because I, I do believe Backstreet that, boys. that exactly <laughs> perfect. There we go. Uh, so so there, Miss Marvel came out, and basically what it is is like this show is very much not made for like you're talking about specific like by making it for everyone they make it for no one. Yeah. Miss Marvel was made for a very specific audience and did horrible numbers, and this is why that I put in the headline I put that they that they failed on multiple that Disney is failing on multiple fronts right now, and that is that Miss Marvel reportedly opens to the lowest premiere viewership numbers of any Disney. Marvel of any Disney plus Marvel show and basically what they say is their their big this is what their big marketing thing was they say 775,000 households watched the premiere of Miss Marvel and it says US households watched the premiere uh, well less than uh, less than any other MCU show it was a hit with Gen Z viewers 20 to 24 watched it at the highest rates of any MCU show and it drew more diverse audiences thank you and it, diver and it drew more diverse audiences with black Hispanic Asian households watching at a higher rate but here's the problem that's that may be true but then you look at what the numbers for Loki were which would it debuted to 2.5 million, not mm -hmm. 775,000. So there is something to be said that when you segment it off, and from what I've heard, I've talked to a lot of people who say Miss Marvel isn't necessarily bad. It's just formulaic and very much a teenage girl show. Nobody my age would watch it. Yeah. Is it for teenage it's girls? For teenage girls. Or is it for like on, grown bro. adult women who are 
kind of stuck in adolescence. The, 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 then there's the <laughs> argument that we, or the, then there's the discussion we've had multiple times about the the kind of the infantilization of our of our of our yeah. adults now. Like when when Jay Z made '30s the new '20, what he forgot to point out was that once you uh, once you are 20, then you feel like you are permanently stuck in that age. Uh, a lot of these people feel like they're stuck in their mm-hmm. early 20s or their teens for also, a like, lot of years. I mean, every- I haven't. Sorry. Everything I've seen about like the Miss Marvel trailer has been absolutely <laughs> embarrassing. Like mm-hmm. it's it's like a all shucks superhero. It's like what are you doing, dude? For what? I mean, like everything I've seen about Miss Marvel is her like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm a superhero and I can't possibly comprehend why. Is like, well, I don't want to watch you <laughs> if you don't if you don't even know. Why should I care? But the point is, is that there's that could strike a chord with a younger female audience who feels similarly displaced or as if they don't know who they are. I mean, That's as every woman, I I'm telling you, I don't I, identify. <laughs> I haven't watched it, so I can't <laughs> um, pass a judgment on it. But like, word on the street is there's been some really stupid dialogue and all. So they openly use the term Latinx. We all know is annoying. Okay. So that to me, like uh, the reviewers, there are reviewers (laughs) that I trust to give like more like even handed opinions. Uh, And the, the, the ones who there's a, there's a guy who has a channel called Thorius Unlimited who I I really like his reviews of stuff. And he just kind of says, it's like, it's like a lot of the dialogue is just kind of cringy uh, and the pacing is off, but it's just very clearly not for, I'm not going to be the the target audience to watch it, but they're missing the mark again. And, and it just goes to show it's like when they stop appealing to mass audiences. Now, this is what I'm saying. They used to Marvel and these companies used to appeal to normies and regular people. And they keep looking for what are called phantom audiences, right? They, they, feel, yes. that they feel that they're going to grow their market share mm-hmm. by finding these phantom audiences of people that just, it would be like Mary, it would be like a bunch of like female makeup tutorial YouTubers being like, I'm going to get the straight, white male phantom audience that's just never going to show up for that. It's just not there because they just just, culturally, it's not relevant to what they're doing. And you can say for any number of reasons why that is, but it's just, you're fighting a losing battle. Spoiler alert. Women only watch superhero movies out of the kindness of their heart (laughs) and the love for their men or to see be a brother, father, boyfriend, whatever, or to see Chris Evans or Jason Momoa without a shirt on. They can Google that now. Like I was going to say, like they're not going (laughs) to, Spend twelve dollars. I just, I, I, I disagree about that. I, I do think that there, there's know. a segment that do go watch it because they, they like the characters. It, are there some Marvel soy girls out there watching? There are plenty Can you of. Let us know. Three. Okay, let me let me rephrase. There are females who love this these genres, but it's not such a huge segment. I'm guessing that the constant uh, need to push the marketing in that direction has proven over time that it's not strong enough mm-hmm. to withstand the same thing that your typically male adult audience, which is Hold, held on for a long time. Now, Dane, you're in marketing. You understand that as your audience ages, it is what natural to start looking for younger, uh, younger customers. I mean, sure, but like, listen. The the thing is, like, you should know who you generally interest. And if you like, people enter and leave. You know, age mm. brackets all the time. So what I'm saying is, like, if you generally interest like 25 to like, let's say like 45 year olds, yeah. You know, a fresh batch of 25-year-olds are going to be born, you know what I'm saying? Born next year. Like, you don't start making, like, teeny boppers. You, I, don't, you don't start putting, like, Justin Bieber songs and be like, baby, baby, baby. Well, also, I feel Buy like, a razor. I like, feel no. like a, a lot of the younger audience that would that they're looking for are probably busy with video games and, and other media that, that didn't grow up with comics. 
that don't care about these characters. Uh, yeah. The, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is uh, strange that they're going for this one size fits all approach. It's not real. It's not real. And I'm telling dude, like, I'm telling you, it's just some idiot that's literally like, hey, guys, I just pulled the stats in. Stats say that we're 67% of 30-year-old males, and I find that problematic. Let's do something yeah. that completely doesn't appease the dem- at least demographic. And everyone's like, yeah, we're going to be the people that do it. And they never do. All, all the shows that Marvel have, do- have done that did fairly well in opening were all st- char- had characters that were tangentially connected to the original movies which means normies regular people nobody like well, as much as they want to claim regular people don't know who miss marvel is they don't mm-hmm. they might they might know who captain marvel is now but they they don't know who riri williams is they don't know who any of these characters that were created in the all new all new marvel in like 2015 and it's certainly not about. teenage girls who no. know no. who no. these people are who, oh my God. who know who riri williams is mm-hmm. america chavez yep. The list could go on. They don't care. In P- this is like, and it's almost weirder that way. Like, why do you, why do adult, like all these old millennials, like want to see teenage if girls, I told superheroes, the infantilization so of, our, of our adults. If it's I told my weird. 19 year old sister, Hey, did you watch Miss Marvel? She'd be like, are you calling me a freaking dork? <laughs> like, she, like she'd insulting. be so insulting. She'd yeah. be like, who the hell do you think I am? There is a fair argument to be made that they're putting the show out on Wednesdays the same week at the same time that Obi-Wan Kenobi is coming out. I don't know how much that actually matters. As direct competition As to th- what? That's what they're that's what that's what these articles are saying that the, that the, somehow that Obi-Wan Kenobi is competition because they operate in the same sort of uh I've genre never heard circles. two more irrelevant things in my life. So yeah, in the same sentence. Well, it is what it is. So uh, there's some super chats. So let's go yeah. to some super chats. Uh, Johnny Beck, I believe, gave us a thumbs up. Thank, Thank you. you. Waffle Sensei said, Chris Evans played an iconic Steve Rogers, and I'll always appreciate that work. But I can separate the actor from the character, and Evans is trash. Uh, I, I've gotten better since we started doing this at uh, separating the art from the artist because I'm being forced to watch more new stuff. I never had a problem watching to. old stuff and separating art from the artist. Because um, uh, for me, like I, I, when I'm watching something that I've seen before, there's sense memory like connected to the time when I watched it before I knew what they were like on Twitter or something like that. Now you kind of have to like I'm watching. I know Jeff Bridges is fairly annoying in uh, in everyday life, if if I remember correctly. And I'm watching this show called The Old Man, which is fantastic, uh, and I'm enjoying that a lot. And you'd have to separate art from artist when you're watching that. Uh, so th- that just takes some getting used to. But Chris Evans is definitely not the easiest person to... Like, I'm excited to see. He's got a movie coming out called The Gray Man, which I'm extremely excited to watch. Uh, Joseph said, to Mary's point, culture is someone else's operating system. Think for yourself. Dances with Wolves is a great movie highlighting this. this Haven't seen it. Uh, we'll watch Should that. I go see it? Well, well, well uh, I don't think you can go see it. You'll have to... Bo- it's like a VHS. We'll watch it on VHS. VHS, Yes, huh? we'll watch it on VHS here. It's great. Oh, I think Chris Evans is like tapioca pudding. It, like, it's not bad, but like, if you're, <laughs> you're going to have a, like, a cheat dessert, like it's not going to be tapioca pudding. You're going to have a brownie or something. Okay, then. All right. Wow. Chris Evans is tapioca pudding. I, I would have never gone there. Excellent. There we go. Uh, it's sort of like when I said, who did I say was like a banana nut muffin? <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Oh, I thought it was me. <laughs> it's all the Chris's. The they're, they're, um, all, they're all banana nut muffins. <laughs> Caper2x said, 
Drew did. Who is that? Drew, you must be Drew. <laughs> it's like all of the names that start with D are the Except same. Except for Dave. Did you watch Miss Marvel's second episode? Much better. Uh, that's uh, at least from the reviews that I saw said that the sep- second episode is much better. I just I have no interest in, in watching. Like I said, I'm watching The Old Man right now. Go watch <laughs> episode one and two of The Old Man on Hulu. There's if, only so if, much time in the day. Yeah. If I'm Drew, no. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Halls and the Kids said, Happy Dane Day, everybody. Also, superhero movies are dumb. Not all of them, but a great, uh, uh, everyone Love here. Wham and Solidarity, yes. they are dumb. Everyone here, <laughs> go on HBO Max and watch the original Blade right now. That is your homework if you have not seen the original seen Blade. It. First of all. I'm a Zoomer. I'm like, are you talking about Drain Game? Uh, it's got, first of all, it's got Wesley Snipes in it. Automatic bonus. Automatically good. Uh, and then it's got uh, it's got vampires. It's got it's just it's great. You have to go watch it. It's got it's it's got all the industrial music that could ever remind you of the '90s. It's incredible. Go watch it when you're uh, when you're done with this podcast today. Of course. Mm. Do one you more. have another one? Yep. Oh, Caper Two X said, and Dane, you're still the cutest PR of us all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming that means Puerto Rican. Thank you. Thank does you. it mean? Public relations. You're the Puerto ki- Rican. You're the public relations Puerto Rican. PRPR. <laughs> I appreciate that. that. He's also going to be the one that's going to talk about Diablo for us. You, you sound like to- a handsome man yourself. Oh well, thank you. I'm so ready for Dane to geek out again. Let's All go. right, all right, Dane. So uh, I'll just give him the headline for the article first. It says Diablo Immortals microtransactions have made it 24 million dollars in two weeks. Yeah. Okay. So this one isn't going to be as much of a geek out as an open conversation. So. Diablo is like the old school game where like, hello, my name is X and I play Diablo. And like, like people like legitimately that play this game would play like 12 hours straight every day. Why did it play that much, Dane? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) So Diablo was a game where like items, really good items were famously hard to get because you'd get them by essentially defeating the same enemy over and over again and the probability that it would drop the item you wanted was like fractions of a, per- of a percentage yeah but if then you were like the stud who had the sword of whatever then you were the stud that had the sword of whatever and so Di- diablo one and two were like very much like that and then came diablo three and they kind of acknowledged that the game had like a underground economy where people would sell accounts with incredibly rare weapons is that where like the idea for microtrack i mean i'm not the idea but it's uh no but that's a concept that makes sense that's so that's like the black market that developed amongst gamers and there's a genre of video games that's called uh mmorpg massively multiplayer online Mm -hmm. role-playing games I know, uh, ladies. How do you guys know that? I know, ladies in the uh, audience. Don't please run, keep don't up. They're with just me. hot and bothered yeah. right now. I know. We're gonna talk about money. Okay, listen up. It's gonna get Oof. good. All right. I know. Stick with me, darling. <laughs> so um, do this. So the thing is, so people would legitimately spend thousands upon thousands of dollars for this fake internet sword, and then the the third game came, and you could basically sell with in-game currency that you could buy more of you could sell these weapons and there was like a stock market now they've pretty much cut out the middleman and it's like hey you know we we're making like a bunch of different packages where you can pay to win Mm -hmm. which is like the concept 
And despite this being a game where the culture was like, I'm going to grind forever because why wouldn't I and get my, my rare items. But people are like, F that I got money. I have never progressed out of the idea that you just, when you pay $60 for a game, 55, 60, $70 for a game that you don't get the full game in that, in that price. Right. Listen, um, it does seem like a total scam. It is a so it's this. I think this is like not. I mean, it's an egregious case because, like, for sure, just infinite pay pigs. No, but this is this is like (laughs) excellent use of pay pigs. You don't hear that very much. You can grind for three months, or you know, give me ten bucks and we're solid. Wink, wink. And so, like (laughs) that, that's a pretty good deal. But there's some companies like uh, Electronic Arts, which is literally. The most hated yeah, company hated. in the world, like I literally has the worst audience score of all time, and they have these things that they've popular popularized. Sorry, everyone, I'm his, I'm Latinx. The mm-hmm. things they call loot boxes, where like <laughs> you buy it and you get random items, and you just spend fifty bucks and you didn't Super, get what you basically want. Basically gambling. Basically. basically gambling. Like, I know like some YouTubers have even gotten in trouble for promoting these loot yeah. boxes because they're promoting gambling to actual children. To, ch- to children. Yep. That. I had a friend that played the, the FIFA game and I thought, that you, you know, <laughs> you bought the game and you came with the players and it's like, no, daddy-o. Like you have to buy like Thank you. The, a soccer player and like the year they were good. And I was like, bro, What? It's like a stock market for like soccer players, absolutely. Yep. And it, when it gets to that point, I think it's super dumb. Well, so yeah, that's the conversation. Like, where where do you guys see this trend going? I think it's hilarious to me because the whole concept of video games was to like show it was to like grow skill level. And like, obviously, I'm coming from it from a, an old school video game perspective. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine playing Contra. Or Ninja Gaiden and ha- and like the ability to like buy something to help make the game easier for it because video games on those old systems were literally so freaking difficult that the whole point was that it was very very. I mean, I I, I asked my dad recently on Father's Day. I talked to him. I was like, hey, so I uh, think you could mail me any of my old video games. I, I broke down and I asked him because I, like, <laughs> I was like, I got an urge to play Castlevania, the original Castlevania. Oh, no. Rules. And uh, and he's like, yes, uh, but now I feel bad, like having a mail out there. I can't imagine being able to buy my way through Castlevania or buy my way through Double Dragon. I mean, most games aren't like that. Like the, the way that most games get you now in terms of money is that, um, hey, so you get the full game, but we got these extra chapters that you get once you beat the game and you got to pay 15 bucks extra. Do you think that this might be because uh, the new generation of of gamers is like zero attention span all about instant gratification dane i think truly it's by the way sorry i just i'm doing he's working here Uh, i think (laughs) truly it's because um game development is like way too expensive like because now every video game has to look like a S tier title for people to like even give a damn. Is it also partially because in most of those transactions are like aesthetic stuff? Dude, I think so. The aesthetic stuff is the things I vibe with. For like, yeah. for example, I play a lot of fighting games, and you know, I get tired of looking at Chun Li look the same way. <laughs> 
And it's like <laughs> I I pick color purple because I like the color purple. And if someone picks my color, I'm furious. Like that's the color I want to pick. So if I could get like a different outfit with a, with the same <laughs> color, I'm like, okay, well. I can easily identify that that's my character, no right? More, because no more Laura Bailey voicing Chun Li. Okay. Thank I God I hated her voice. That, um, okay. It I think would be that like Laura Bailey. women who are more interested in like curating the the aesthetics. Maybe in games, you know, like getting all the skins and everything. I did it a girl that played uh, League of Legends, and like that's what she <laughs> do. She like dress up all her gals. Okay, I I know nothing about video games, so like obviously I got questions. Why is EA hated? Because of the... And what are its competitors that aren't as hated? I mean, the competitors that are not as hated is pretty much every other video game company. <laughs> but, like, they're hated because, A, the loot box thing, mm -hmm. which is, like, very pernicious. Um, they basically... How is that legal? Like, I don't understand they've tried how that's legal when they're literally, like, 12-year-olds. They've <laughs> tried to regulate in other, in yeah. other states. And I, I think that they're they're famously known for, like, their incredibly, like, inhospitable work hours as well. I mean, there's a lot of companies that are known for that, but I think like they were the first, mm -hmm. and they've just like they're famous for making the same game over and over and over again, and then saying like it's today's version of the game and it's yep. buggy and it doesn't work. I mean, there's a lot more to it, but like ultimately, I think the loot boxes like it's it's a scam. Like I'm telling you, people are paying like a grand. Mm -hmm. And not I mean, getting what they want. Basically, I don't want to get hated for saying this, but like, isn't that basically just NFTs? No, because with NFT, like NFTs, you're, you're you paying resell. for what you're gonna get. It's like if I'm gonna get an NFT of you know Mary doing like kawaii, whatever. <laughs> what? Like I'm paying for like the picture of you doing kawaii. Here's like you're paying five hundred bucks for the chance that something good could be in there. But yeah, but. The NFTs, I feel, are the same way where you're, like, buying something for its later on projected value so that you can sell it. No, but, like... And then buy a new Milady. Yeah, but you know what, you know what you're going to get. Buying. Here you is, like, know. maybe. Yeah. Maybe no, you'll get it. No, it's just, like, a total gamble. Yeah, it's a total Honestly, gamble. Honestly, I don't think that many people buying NFTs actually know what they're buying. I know, right? They I can't mean, explain it very well, so... It doesn't seem like it's that different of a situation in my eyes, oh, but I'm—I guess I'm ignorant about both. So. Guys, if you're in chat and you're yeah. into NFT, NFTs, follow me on Twitter. Like, I'll de-radicalize you. Like, I'll try my <laughs> best. I'll be very loving. I'll take my time. But like, you need—you need. You need you need Jesus help. in that, your okay, life and a friend. This is what it was. <laughs> it was the Belgian Gaming Commission uh, ruled that the implementation of them in games breached multiple gambling laws in the country. That was the mm -hmm. story that I was thinking about. It's literally like children using their dad's credit card on the computer yeah. who have no supervision. Yeah. <laughs> like, so let me explain. Hella illegal. Let me try to explain loot boxes uh, in a different way. Okay. Let's say it's an alternate dimension, and this alternate dimension, Mary, likes Marvel movies. Okay, I'm trying to imagine it. It's that is horrifying. I am too. horrifying. I know. I don't like her. I'm just saying. I'm like a Marvel soy girl. Right, like yeah, yeah, Going yeah. to the release dates. Just get in character. Can't okay. wait to watch Riri Williams, guys. And then, yes, queen. And you're, wa Pray. And you're <laughs> watching, I don't know, Black Panther 15, like, Hello mm -hmm. Wakanda. Mm -hmm. and, Hello then, <laughs> and then. Good morning, Wakanda. The movie guy is like, hey, give me 50 bucks and you maybe will see the trailer to the next movie. And you're like, sure, you pay him 50 bucks and then you just see the same movie you just saw. And you're like, hey, I didn't see the trailer. Like, pay me 50 bucks and you'll get another shot. 
And you saw, just saw, like, you know what I'm saying? Not going to lie. I feel like if this was implemented in the real world, some people actually would Probably. do that. They would they actually, because they sit there through like 15 credit scenes waiting for the post-credit scenes that don't actually have anything to do with the next story. That Baby girl, just people are losing thousands. That are just like some stupid one-liner from, I don't even know any of these actors' yep. names, but like. <laughs> they literally do that. They gamble with their own time to I watch these stupid post-credit scenes. I, I don't know this for a fact. I, I just heard it from like my bro back in the master's degree. Uh, by the way, I'm a master, so like I'm basically freaking. So he's basically uh, a liberal genius god. Guys. We defer to him now, yeah, yeah, always, yeah. as yeah. you should. Um, and he was like the like the t the top tier in the rankings. All pay like twenty thousand dollars a year. Could what? you imagine $20,000 for a hobby, bro? No. I can't no. Know. Is this Let's basically not. a pyramid scheme, but for men? <laughs> it's it's I see, like, abuse. It's the, like the Mary Kay are, for men. Yeah, the women are doing the Mary Kay, the beauty counter, the, the vitamins, and then men are doing loot boxes. It's like less <laughs> dignified you. gambling. Thank you. Less dignified gambling. <laughs> So it says the U.S. accounted for 26% 20, of all global downloads and 43% of all the previously mentioned revenue. Speaking of revenue, South Korea is in second place with 23% and Japan takes third with 8%. The impressive numbers, now this is of the $24 million that they made in, in uh, microtransactions. These impressive numbers, we kind of got off track. We were talking about loot boxes, uh, but not about necessarily microtransactions. I mean, whole. they get into it now. Yes, it says these impressive numbers were achieved despite players being upset, many players being upset about the implementation of Diablo Immortals microtransactions. Certainly players, certain players have complained about Immortals' best loot seemingly being very difficult to get without spending a lot of money and even then that loot isn't guaranteed. That's the problem. That's the problem. Uh, in, our, in our Diablo Immortal review in progress, we said, I've only just started on my Diablo Immortal journey, but I like what I've played so far. Uh, is this from IG? That's why it's from IG. And that, it's from IGN. The combat feels potent and weighty with the with plenty of skills options for building out rounded and fun combat approaches. The story moves along at a brisk pace, opening up new zones steadily with many characters progression systems ensured that I felt like I was ma always making progress and growing more powerful. That seems fairly measured in in what they said. It says, and with more than 20 hours of microtransaction free gameplay behind me, there's clearly a lot of content to enjoy before you need to consider spending money. So there's very much a lot of game you can try before you buy. So like, I mean, that this is, this sounds to me like a healthy, well-adjusted person, right? <laughs> but there's also people like me <laughs> who are not either. And, you know, they're like tryhards and like they, they not only want to beat the game they want to beat the game and be like the i don't know like the rock in the game you know what i'm saying they want to be jacked and like these people you know again like it's sometimes it's like one percent like likely drop rate sometimes it's fractions of a percent so it's incredibly unlikely that you'll get the item that you want there's a comment here that says the fact that it that it can take roughly $110,000 to max out a single character is absurd. That's 110,000 per That's character, insane. not a count. That's the reason the Netherlands and Belgium made micro banned microtransactions and loot boxes. The game is banned in those countries because of it. That's a lot, you it's know. It's insane. Monetize, monetize, monetize. And by the way, like I used to play card games, you know, where like you would buy a box Thank and, you. and it would all also be like, "Hey, you don't know what you're going to get." But in the digital versions of the game, like in order to like kind of like not appease to those sites, they made it so like 
if you get the whole like digital box, you are guaranteed at least one copy of every card. Okay. So it's like it's expensive, but I, like you will get it. I suppose at a certain point, would you consider like people that collected Pokemon cards? Is that a form of gambling that you no. that you buy the card pack? Not no, if you're looking but for a specific card. It does have perspective value. Yeah. yeah. And you are taking a gamble. It, it if does. You're looking, if you're looking for a specific card, yeah. Like, I mean, if you're looking for a specific card, like, you're gambling. Yeah. But, like, if it's, like, how they're doing it now, that if you buy the case and, like, you're absolutely going to get one, then yeah. it's like, it's not gambling. You're just purchasing. Yeah. All right, Mary, there's some microtransactions there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll call them now. Yes. Thank that. you for microtransactioning. Joe Duraki, a.k.a. Jay Dizzle, said, Sorry, I'm 20 minutes behind on the show. Lightyear was so meh. Utterly forgettable. The kiss was so quick. I would have missed it if it wasn't so overhyped. The the funny thing about that is, is it makes me think of like what you'll eventually get in the when the when you get these types of scenes is they start with the um what do they call it they call it queer baiting, like literally uh, yeah. where it's like uh like you make it a big they make it seem like it's going to be a big deal but then you don't actually see it for that long like if they had never mentioned it most people wouldn't have even thought twice about it they wouldn't have cared but they have to make a big deal about it because hollywood has to make a big deal about everything that they believe is some type of weird virtue signal well to be fair the conversation was more so started because they were getting blocked from all these yeah. countries uh and remember and I think fair enough hollywood is a hollywood is a crackhead addicted to virtue signaling very much so <laughs> uh waffle sensei said EA became particularly infamous with the new Battlefront 2. The loot boxes contained actual move sets and abilities that you needed in order to perform well in PvP. Kids had to gamble to play the game. So this is what. So okay. So let me break that down for like. Uh, thank you, Waffles, my beloved. Uh, <laughs> let me break that down for like. Waffles, my beloved. That's what he should change his name to. Yeah. Um. So PvP means player versus player, and what he's saying is, the best attacks to like compete against your friends were unavailable for free thus so you, you had to literally pay for them for the chance to get them and then they, there were these kids that were getting pwned by their like rich friends and they're like oh i got skills and they don't and like they were getting wrecked bummer javi j said as the official treehouse of white boy summer we're at the half-baked <laughs> treehouse we we at the Half-Baked Treehouse would like to officially recognize the sainthood of Dane as the patron saint of White Boy Summer. YouTube would let me s- wouldn't let me spell it out for some reason. That's, That's really weird. Hilarious. Wait, wouldn't let him spell it. Uh, White spell Boy Summer. What? Wait. <laughs> we need some of you to try to super chat us the words White Boy Summer and Bro. see if it Wait, sends. It wouldn't let him send White Boy Summer? Yeah. that's. I think that's why he's... YouTube is anti-chat, Hanks. Proven. This is insane. Dude. Confirmed. All the more reason that we need to platform Chet Hanks. Come on the show, Chet. Chet. We love you. Everyone. I, no, you know what my new idea is? I want to take all of Tom Cruise's best movies and remake them with Chet Hanks. <laughs> I want to see The Green Mile with Chet Hanks. Guys. I want to see Toy Story with Chet Hanks, except for he's not playing Woody. He's literally just playing Chet Hanks with Buzz Lightyear next to him. Every Tom Cruise. Uh, Forrest Gump, Chet Hanks. Guys in chat, let me know what you think about uh, not white boy summer about microtransactions. And if, you, if there's a lady in chat, tag me because I specifically <laughs> want to know what you're thinking. And because you know, just tag him anyways. Because because tag him. Sure. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move on. We're gonna talk about poor Ezra Miller. Oh my god, this guy. 
His face. And by okay. poor, I mean completely freaking evil. Look at this picture yep. on the on the headline. His face is Thank just you. there. Are no thoughts. <laughs> no thoughts. Okay. Uh, he looks like a little baby. <laughs> well, what, what was that? that? <gasps> it had it a little like, money fart. <laughs> it was like. Boop. <laughs> It wasn't <laughs> sure whether it was going to send that. It was like, time. I don't know about that one. <laughs> so it says, uh, Ezra Miller out as the Flash. Well, it only took like, you know, a bunch of channels talking about it endlessly to kind of make the point that maybe you shouldn't platform kids, guys who are like hanging out with 12 year olds and coming back Please, dressed as a cowboy. Who trusted this face? To begin with. Who trusted that? Those eyes. There's no <laughs> nothing behind them. So it says, say goodbye to Ezra Miller as The Flash, which follows those recent allegations surrounding the actor's behavior with young girls. Notice how they say young girls and uh, they don't acknowledge the fact that children. This keeps happening around. Uh, well, it's not just that. It's that there are other people who uh, also identify as non-binary, which means he's taking advantage of people based on identity, which is even more uh uh, kind of abhorrent. It says, in Deadline's write-up surrounding the Flash movie, which is similar to my own from yesterday, the site notes that the sources have filled them uh, filled them in that, quote, even if there are no more, al even if no more allegations surface, the studio likely won't keep Miller in as the Flash in future films. Why would you? Why would you? I'm, when I saw this, I was like, out as the Flash, yay! Yep. But then I was like, kind of. dot, 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 after this movie is released. Why? So, so what do they do here? Why? Like, uh, uh, what? This is the the idea here is that David Zaslav, who just came in and took over for uh, War uh at Warner Brothers, Zaslav, Zaslav, <laughs> is that funny? Is it? I don't funny know. It's a little name. bit of a cartoonish name. Not very Zaslav. nice to Zaslav, make fun Zaslav. of his name. Well, David Zaslav. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's funny. No, it's not. David David <laughs> Zaslav, who took, who basically he took control of Warner Brothers Discovery after the merger. He kind of inherited this problem because uh, Miller's been employed as the Flash since the Justice League got made in like 2017, and they've been trying to make the Flash movie since like 2014. And clearly, it's cursed with everything that's going on here. Dude, the Justice League used to be way cooler yep. than the Avengers. Oh yeah, was, and that's really a testament to how bad Ezra. Miller and Ben Affleck are in their roles. Anyway, I just want to say that. Back to Ben Affleck. Just want to say that. Is, that, <coughs> is there a problem? Do we got a problem with that? You're wrong. It's a testament to how bad the product, the studio is at actually getting these things made properly, and it's a testament to how bad they are interfering with their film productions. Okay, but it's also a it's a testament, I suppose you could say, to the quality of what Marvel was able to create in those early years. Can Chad let Brett know how wrong he is about this? Like, I'm really tired of having this conversation. <laughs> like, Can please, we settle this please, once please. and for all? Let's I mean, settle this today. Luckily, is Ben Affleck the good Batman? Dane Seth, nay. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, since I'm right and everybody else is wrong it oh, doesn't really God. matter so it's, it's fine so it says deadline adds that they have also heard that the studio has tried getting help for ezra uh but troubling headlines continue to pile up which sounds like it means miller has rejected the aid of warner brothers i'm starting to think it really does beyond the fact that he just seems like a psychopath uh <laughs> that it, a lot of it could be drug related oh yeah that, that, that there's like there that is will a probably point, come out later on down the line there's a there's a point when you're deep in it like early on um and you're like still at that stage where you're like uh, in denial that you need help that he could very much like it's it seems hard to believe that it could happen to somebody who's responsible for something as big as a 200 million dollar franchise you'd think that they wouldn't be allowed to be so dumb 
but drugs make you dumb. They really do. So it just kind of proves it, that it yeah. affects everyone, no matter whether they have a, a Joe job making minimum wage or they're responsible as the face of a $200 million franchise. If it is because of drugs and just the fact that he just doesn't seem like a very good person, um, it affects everyone. So. Right. It's like the deadly combination of mental illness, drug abuse, and having no moral compass because you don't have people in your life who keep you in check at all. And an identity that's allowed you to kind of shield yourself from... It seems like he's like found these children who Mm. he wants to seem like a role model in that respect too. That identity respect. It almost just has no way of going, no understanding of how you're supposed to go about something like that without sounding like, like if we were to be charitable and say he's not a creep, he's just, he's literally going about it in the worst possible way. I mean, the charitable, the only like seemingly charitable interpretation of these interactions he's had with these young children is that (laughs) he is like mentally stunted and believes himself to be at the same maturity level as them. Yeah. For real. Yep. So it says, uh, so they talk about here. So there was the case with Dakota Iron Eyes. That is a problem. And then we have the story of the 12, uh, the 12 year olds whose family sought not, uh, in, uh, uh, in order of protection because he was um, trying to, to scoot close to her and then threatened her mom's friend because uh, she said she didn't understand. He said that she, she used the term tribe in, in a way that he didn't approve of and called it cultural appropriation and then talked about said then, things could get serious. And, the, and then talked about talking like that, the Rastafarian roots of Parcheesi and it became like literally mental illness, Mad Libs. Uh, where everything just seems like you picked an, uh, like a topic out of a head. And Literally then he sounds does. written. And then it when, sounds like, fake. The first time I read the article, guys, if you haven't, go read the Daily Beast article about it. When it gets to the part at the end where they talk about him coming back dressed as a cowboy, I literally broke down into tears of laughter while being kind of like upset with myself for laughing at something like that because it's still... Uh, I don't know what he's done to anybody. I don't know what's happened, but it's just so ridiculous that yeah. I could not help... But like, it's literally I dissolved into tears of laughter because, because he's Because we're he's like such a devolving into the same insanity. We're going nuts. So... so so what do they do about the movie? Do they just scrap it? That's, so yeah, that's what I want them to do. Just because do you've already paid this person mm-hmm. for the work they've done. Now you're going to release it. And depending on their contract, give give Ezra Miller more, more. money? So it says... Why? The, more the, power for this insane person who is like abusing children? Yeah, like this, this would be truly like standing up for your principles. I would wonder if they if he doesn't have like a I'm assuming most Hollywood is is as ironic and laughable as this might be. I imagine that Hollywood contracts include morals clauses, which I imagine they laugh and giggle at every time they write a Hollywood morals clause because it's such a it's it, I mean, it's, I assume that's why he had to delete his Instagram account after posting all of those stories. Yep. Is that this there's that some famous? clause like you can't no. post these certain things on social media if we disapprove of them. Like his, I, I his dad works in publishing. Is his mother famous? Like he Mom has was a have, modern dancer. He ha- if, okay. if he anything, has to have someone famous in his family, uncle, whatever, distant cousin. Like, I, it's if anything, I think inc- that this indicates he just represents more of Hollywood's amoral stance yeah, than for anything. Real. Yeah. 
So it says, regarding the fate of the Flash movie, Deadline says that it is up to David Zaslav of Warner Discovery. I didn't laugh that time. Uh, where much like uh, I reported, Warner Brothers could release the flick in theaters with the hope that the controversies will die down or release the film on HBO Max streaming service. Another possibility is similar to Johnny Depp and Fantastic Beast situation to drop Miller from the flick while still promoting the movie. They can't do that because Johnny Depp was, they, they just reshot those scenes and then, or no, I'm sorry, they didn't do that. They, as when they made the third movie, they just replaced him. But he wasn't a main, the main character in that movie. Mm-hmm. Ezra Miller, they said, this first of all, this movie's already filmed and done and just yeah. waiting for release. He's in almost every scene in the movie, they said. Ugh. It says he can pull back on heavily promoting on heavily promoting the mo- movie in summer of 2023, confining it to some P&A and no publicity tour. Or Zaslav can relegate it to streaming on HBO Max and take it as a write-down. Or lean in towards making the movie a hit and then, uh, and then drop Miller if they can't straighten their things out. Just, you can't not promote it. Without with him, like, like, what do you do? Only hire male people to to do the Q and A's with him, just in case, so he doesn't attack them. No, get the <laughs> get the guy that you literally can't work with demographics of people out of there. Like, get him out. Like, he's a creep. He's not even a good actor. Anyway, like, he he was like. What have you seen? Him so like? I've seen. Wasn't he also in an X Men movie? No, he uh, wasn't. No, I'm, I'm completely wrong. But like, I, I saw him in the Batman movie. Was like, he was basically like, gotta go fast. It was like he you're, said that. Yeah, he's basically Sanic. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> bro, like, bro, bro stop. Is Sanic. <laughs> he's basically Sanic. And like there's, that meme stopped being funny a while ago. There's no winning for there's no winning for Warner Brothers. The source to, filled in deadline. There is an this is an inherited problem for Zaslav. Like I said, they hope that the scandal will remain at a low level before the movie is released and hope for the best really? to turn out. The funny thing about this is, if they're taking the long game. Like in nine months, like me and you might still be going nuts. Like, like why are the, why is this still happening? But a lot of you know people have short attention spans. That's a problem. Now, now we're talking about on Twitter about how Amber Heard is at TJ Maxx. Like literally, that's what gets me the most. <laughs> and we'll about get there it. in Podlock, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> about the womp womp, but like, <laughs> womp, womp, womp. like that's what bothers me the most about it is. No one cares, and this actually just reflects that, you know, he fits right in with the rest of his industry. And and this is also the other part that I wanted to call to where I do think it has something to do with drugs. And it says, veteran DC Comics writer Grant Morrison says Ezra Miller is different now compared to when they worked together on The Flash. Recalls that the actor cut off contact with pretty much everyone for a while. It says, much like the rest of the world, uh, the recent downward spiral of Ezra, of the Flash star Ezra Miller has left the one, their one-time collaborator Grant Morrison, the legendary DC comic scribe, uh, with whom the actor uh, wrote an early and ultimately unused script for the Scarlet Speedster solo outing in a state of disbelief. The final crisis architect, who, like Miller, identifies as non-binary, I didn't know that about Grant Morrison, that's interesting, offered their thoughts on the actor's current rampage during a recent interview with Rolling Stone's Brian Hyatt. Uh, given the promotion of, uh, of the release of Morris's upcoming novel, Luda, uh, it says, asked by Hyatt, what, uh, what do you make of Ezra Miller's current situation? Morrison replied, I know they've had these problems. I haven't spoken to them for a while. And the last time I spoke was uh, long, you. long before this. All I can say is it's, not, it's just not the person I know. 
the I've heard stories just like this, uh, just like everyone else. The former Batman writer continued, I just don't know. Ezra cut off contact from pretty much everyone for a while. It's not the person they were. Morrison added, they weren't aggressive in any way. I just thought Ezra was a super intelligent kid with so many talents. So all I can say is I didn't <laughs> see that side in any way with them. Like what I can see is I do think he's smart. I think he was very yeah. smart and fashioned an identity that would allow him to misbehave. You can also hear in the way he talks still that he yep. like kind of has a lot that he can't express. Yep. And I think it, what I was saying earlier, the interpretation that maybe he feels like he's um, a child yeah, and like stunted in maturity, uh, it makes sense. Like even though he is going about that in a way that's entirely like predatory and reprehensible, it makes sense. And what what I was saying before we found out about the, the Takata Iron Eyes situation and the other unnamed yeah. 12 year old. Um, <laughs> My God. <laughs> what I was saying before we found out about those things is that you should just put out the movie. Just put out the damn movie and just get over it and Almost stop, maybe stop agonizing over it. But once we found out about these things, I was like, nope, nope, yeah, you're yeah, done. Yeah. You're done. Burn it. Burn the movie. Yeah. Flash never happened. I mean, who cares about Flash, really? Okay. Literally no one. I, I know. That's, that's like even the crazier the, I me. disagree with you about that and the, on the popularity of the character. <laughs> the Flash. You like Ben Affleck as Batman. Like I know. I'm right. <laughs> Guys, do you need someone, to settle this outside? Someone, yeah. we will. Pop someone needs outside. to, like, literally help Dane understand for us. why he's having a troublesome time explaining to me why he's wrong. Listen, you're really gonna have to try. <laughs> you're you're gonna have to do like in full ye olde English essay form. I want to hear some perchance. I want to hear some words, okay? Because it's a long way around to I'm wrong, Dane. It's a long way around to I'm wrong. I'm lucky. I love you. <laughs> Pop okay. culture crisis in the parking lot. Exactly. We're so close to a crisis party. I want to dance. Let's uh, do super chats, yeah. shall we? As long as the crisis party doesn't involve uh, Ben Affleck <laughs> being bad, then yes, exactly. Uh, go for it. Halls and the kids said white boy summer. Okay. Thank you for testing that theory out. I'm glad that we still have freedom of speech on this platform. <laughs> so the one that said, I've spent way too much money in microtransactions and video games. I've sworn never again to pay microtransactions again. Here's a minor <laughs> payment. How, I would Based. be interested. Well, like, thank you. Like, like for, for like stuff like that, is that like, um, I, I just, I can't imagine doing it. Like it's like for me, like maybe you're just a more frugal person. Than that, the yeah, rest. Like, yeah. Like I'll more, give you an example where like, but also what we're doing here, like I've, I, I super chat, like for like stuff that I watch, but that's different. Like that's literally. I don't think I have super chatted an, before. An interaction. That's not the same. Can I tell you how they've gotten me? Yeah. Because they have. <laughs> so I, I play Master Duel. It's like an online server where people can play Yu-Gi-Oh. Normally a Yu-Gi-Oh deck is literally like 500 to $1,000 here. Like if you got, you could do a, like the best deck for free. Yep. And like you could do it in like a fraction of a second with like 10 bucks, let's say. Okay. So sometimes you open a pack and if you get no good cards, it says, hey, you didn't get anything good. The next, if you buy another pack of 10, we'll give you guaranteed one of the rarest cards. And, you know, these packs expire after 24 hours. And Thank if you, you know that within a, uh, a day, you're not going to get that money, you know, like pay five bucks, get the pack and get the rare card you want and like be Go on with your day. And that's today's cope. Boom, boom, boom. Perfect. Thank you. The only Continue. microtransactions I ever made were like in Club Penguin. <laughs> and that was my 
dad's money. Wasn't when that? I was like, see, that's the problem. <laughs> a lot of it is like dad's. So, it's it's mom and dad's oh, money. Yeah. Getting that's spent. where they're really getting the money. Yep. Parents. Someone named Dane Font said Ben Affleck sucks as Batman. Oh well, my god! Give that guy a raise. Somebody named Dane Font is a fed. That is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> a fed? Whoa! <laughs> uh, anybody who believes that da- that Ben Affleck sucks as Batman and and tells us is probably the fed. Oh my goodness! I don't know how to read anything in this next one from Caper Two X. White boy Boricua. What is that? Boricua is like how they call people from Puerto Rico. Mm. Oh. And then what's the next thing he said? Let me look it up. Uh, White boy Boricua summer. Go Taino. So Taino are like the native. This person is very educated. Taino is like the native Indians in Puerto Rico. Hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about that? That was quite a compliment. To I mean, he's saying um, white boy Boricua summer. So it's like particularly like around me mm-hmm. and go Taino. So he's just basically respecting <laughs> my culture. So thank you. Caper, <laughs> okay. to they can respect your culture without, you know, Pretending like Ben Affleck sucked his back. I mean, I guess fine. they just agree and love me, Brett. <laughs> hey, I guess. I, if and I, I have love to them. Be, if I have to be the one that's hated here for truth, then let that be my cross to bear. <laughs> um, I'm not sure when Waffles Sensei became Waffles Sensei the, the beloved. beloved. <laughs> wow. <gasps> Boom. Okay. But he God. says, every time I hear the story unfold about Miller, the Parcheesi, the cowboy costume... I literally have to stop work because I'm <laughs> keeling over laughing. And then I remember he's a child. That's user. that's the hardest part. Yep. It's like it would be hilarious if it wasn't for how freaking awful it is. Like whenever you hear the stuff about the. the you got to laugh so you don't cry. If you if you see the stuff about the, 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 the cowboy, I literally picture him coming back as like the 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 guys for like who's saying YMCA. Like I literally uh, picture him coming back as like an Indian chief, a construction worker. And and they're just doing that. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Waffle Sensei, the beloved, also said, "People love the Flash. Dave is wrong. Fight me, Dave." Listen, I'm o- I'm okay with being wrong about that because that feels like a matter of opinion. I am not. Waffles, then tell me, Ben. Wh- tell me about Ben Affleck <laughs> and Batman. I need to know. Okay, <laughs> because I'm okay with Flash. Okay, you like people going fast. Congratulations. But like. An objectively cool character being ruined by a guy that's famously hit or miss in movies. May I present to you, Geely? You're giving an example from like the 90s. What about? Oh, okay. That disqualifies it. Grow up, Brendan. All right. Well, I'm going to go and watch The Town when this I'm done with this. Heavy. So I'm going to go watch The Town. And then can I'm you, can go you deal with that? Yep. Can you deal with the heavy? Yeah. Because it's not going to stop. It's okay. Express yourself. Thank you. I'll give you the accountant. The accountant wasn't very good. That's fine. All right. So we're going to move on. and We're going to go to Podluck, and we're going to talk about uh, The Rock once again. Uh, the Rock asked to delete any history <laughs> with Logan Paul after a Suicide Forest video. How do you delete it's history? 2017 all over Bro, that again. was like a thousand years ago. Get over it. How do you, how do you delete <laughs> history? Are they literally, is he supposed to go into his, the, the Rock browser in his head <laughs> and like literally clear his browsing history? How can The Rock be sensitive? Like, dude, your whole thing is that you do steroids and motivational quotes. The Rock isn't sensitive. He's just out of touch and his managers like his PR people are out of touch and like I remember when the suicide forest should we even say the word suicide on we here? Oh, we did. just did too late <laughs> the sewer slide forest nice. video Fixed came it. out 
It was <laughs> kind of like... a media sensation because a lot of old people, like old boomers, didn't realize that YouTubers had as much influence as they did. Yeah. And it was like kind of terrifying that something like this was allowed on the platform. But in the midst of that, there was also a larger conversation about like YouTube censorship. And they were kind of, they were... Like they used a broad brush, yeah. so yeah. it ended up like the adpocalypse happened, and like one of the many, there was a major, major overreaction and flurry of of misinformation about literally just everything about th this situation. I think this was the first adpocalypse that really affected like the airsoft channels, which I always thought was hilarious. Like all the gun channels got demonetized like early on. Oh yeah, like you can't even talk about that stuff on there. <laughs> and like the being... person who has suffered maybe the least is Logan Paul. I know, right? Sadly. So it says, back in 2017 when Paul was pri primarily a YouTuber, he made a video uh, in Japan. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, he made a video in Japan's uh, Okagara, Okagahara. Is that how you pronounce it? Aokagahara. Mm, I wouldn't have Aoka the Kagara? I don't know how to pronounce that. It was shortly Gahara. before the... Yeah. or. Shortly before or after the movie about it came out, yeah. the horror movie about it. Uh, so, it, Which is also known as the Suicide Forest, as dozens of people go there every year to take their own lives. He, uh, This is off topic, but there was a great movie made in like 2009 called The Bridge. I, I mentioned this to you earlier, uh, not in the same context. It was about uh, how people go to the, um, the Golden Gate Bridge to commit suicide there's yeah. a, it's uh, it's probably on some streaming platform now but it's really worth and in the really aftermath of logan paul's crisis after this happened he actually um, did like an interview video with someone who jumped off the the golden gate bridge wow. and it was just like still one of the most out of touch things you've ever seen because i genuinely think that he's just like a money-making machine and doesn't have feelings which is cool like do your thing but like thank you the the reaction that was expected from him after this happened was like never gonna happen like he, yeah. they, you were never gonna get the apology you wanted out of logan paul or the remorse that you wanted out yeah. of him uh, there was i i know you're still wrong but <laughs> Dane, Dane is like you're still wrong but like like i mean no, and it's not like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify listeners, I wish you could mm. see this. I mean, it's okay for two people to be wrong. That's that's fine. That's, <laughs> that's, Waffle that's, Sensei is empirical <laughs> truth. <laughs> so, like, there was no way they were ever going to be satiated with whatever response he gave. I am. Ever. Not him. Logan Paul. Oh. We're, they, Dane, back to Earth. We're being serious here, Dane. Yeah, Cooking, okay, serious business. We're talking about crisis. sewer slide. Well, yeah, let's go. There was, a, there, was a, <laughs> there was a trick in rollerblading called the pud slide that when it was first came out was first called a sewer slide and then people got very angry. Like the... Because like, uh, boomers. Yeah. yeah. So it says. Uh, also, I love the conversation we were having earlier about like what Logan Paul's hat is in the video. Yeah, I was like, what? Like uh, weirdly related that, to Lightyear. Thank you for the... Hey, that was Crisis the party. Thank that you. was thank you guys and uh, thank you for telling Dane that he's wrong by giving us isn't this a, show in such great taste. It is. It's in fantastic taste. So, uh, <laughs> so it says the video caused severe backlash with Logan losing business deals and having his YouTube thank account you. prime uh, temporarily demonetized. I'm surprised he wasn't permanently demonetized at that time. Well, because uh, he was one of YouTube's darlings at yep. the time. Thank, thank you. you. Yes. <laughs> so it says. Uh, uh, 
I want to get down here to what The Rock does. It says, uh, I was extremely low mentality, and I got a call from my publicist who also repped Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and she's like, Dwayne's asked that you remove every picture and video that you've done with him, and maybe in the future the relationship can be reconciled. Oh, my God. But for now, basically wanting nothing to do with you, <laughs> which I also understood. That's not... It's got nothing to do with being reconciled. It's all a business move at that point. It's got nothing to do with reconciliation. It's all about his public image. It's so funny to me that they brought something to Logan Paul privately and thought it would remain private. I know. <laughs> it's Logan freaking Paul. Yep. He brings every beef to the forefront. Do you know that? He says, I get it. You know, I made a grotesque error in that and uh, has had uh, things happen in, in the... Wait, it says... And he has had some things happen in his life where, like a lot of people, that incident affected him in a personal way. So I understood it. And there was the other part. You sleep in the bed you make, right? So he's taking responsibility sure. for his actions. He's saying, look, I get it. Like, it's sure. like I made a, a grotesque error. And basically what it was is they, like, uh, they saw... Uh, for the people who don't know, we kind of veered off topic he's they saw a dead body of somebody who'd committed suicide in the in the forest and they then kept they, it like, in the video it, it shocked them at first and then somebody cra they cracked jokes what i didn't it. like about the reaction to that was people were saying logan paul's a sociopath because he laughed when he was around a dead body but it's like you only have a in an disproportionate reaction to something like that because it disturbs you yeah i wouldn't ever like judge someone for for their initial reaction to something to some, like that. Exactly. But it's what what happened afterward where he had the time to think about whether he was going to post it and yeah, posted it. Right. That's what you should have been mad at, not him laughing. Yeah, it's not like he live-streamed it. I'm a right? nervous laugh. No, it, was, right? it yeah. wasn't live-streamed. It was all for a vlog that was posted later on, and they had edited it and made a thumbnail. That's the the messed up part of the whole situation. As a nervous la laugher, that's literally, oh, my God, like, Haunted yeah. me in every phase of my life where people are like, you're laughing at me. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> like, how are you going to judge someone for for laughing when they're uncomfortable? It says Logan went on to confess that he'd received an Instagram from a message from The Rock just a few months ago uh, over a funny video he'd posted as if nothing ever happened. Like I said, it's all a business to them. <sighs> this just shows like these mothball management people yep. really don't understand how fast-paced the internet works anymore yep. like this is barely even still part of the public consciousness this got memory hold yep. completely i like i said i had completely like when the first time we'd ever covered something here on logan Paul, somebody mentioned it, i'm like oh that, that happened yeah. yeah i mean he's kind of like a, a pan, little panda bear too like i'll, I'll never re re forget like he panda wasn't bear. a bear yeah yeah he was a bear. <laughs> like, oh my god cute. you may be wrong about ben affleck but that was great thanks man like, <laughs> uh, like I, I remember hitting a video he was like i just have to acknowledge my white privilege and where it's gonna be in life it's when? like dude you're a hunky dude like he, that, that does videos remember the rock also like defended joe rogan and then somebody's like he said a bunch of uh, racial slurs he's like never mind i don't defend him these yeah. people are just like stupid yep. uh did you guys see this that uh do you remember the dave Chappelle got in the the beef with like his like his local high school the high school he went to he went to a famous uh like performing arts high school and they were going to name a theater after him right mm -hmm. okay well right as this was happening was when the closer came out and a bunch of uh activists um were like you can't give him a theater that would be bad because he is a bad person and dave Chappelle's like Ugh. like he clearly didn't want to drag the school into it so what he did uh to he, he gave the school an option he, he held a fundraiser and he said look 
if you feel that naming this theater after me is in good taste or you think you support it, donate to this fundraiser and leave uh, a positive message for me in the, in the note line, right? If you think that the theater should get made but not have my name on it, please leave uh, a donation to the fundraiser and leave a note saying that you don't support me, the, the theater being named after me. And the school has now finally decided it says is honored by high school months after they heckled him. So he is getting this theater at the Duke Ellington Performing Arts, Performing Arts High School uh, named after him. So clearly he put his money where his mouth is. And what he did was genius, meaning that he knows that the people who are vocally against him are not going to spend money to to tell them they're wrong. Right, but He's that's also them... sort of just human psychology. You're, you're more likely to put your money where your mouth is when you're for something rather than against. Well, but what he's saying is that if you believe that it shouldn't be named after him, you can donate money yeah. in service of it not being named after him. Well, people would rather just like, you know, throw tomatoes from, yeah. <laughs> from the sidelines than do anything. cash, you better call it the Dane Font or whatever. They didn't come up with somebody else they wanted to name it after. Duke Ellington School of Arts in Washington, D.C. is set to rename its performance theater after its most noted alumni. Uh, or is it alumna when it's a single person? I always forget that. Uh, alumni is the plural. And okay. Alum. Uh, I thought alum, alum was the singular. The school says it's honoring Dave because of his ongoing commitment and service to the school. As we reported, Dave paid a visit to his old high school back in November when he was taking heat for his jokes about the transgender community. Things got heated when he invited students who disagreed to speak during the in assembly. One student stepped up and called him a bigot, adding, I'm 16 and I think you're childish. Some of the students wanted the school to reverse its decision on naming a building after him. Dave challenged both his supporters and his opponents, asking both sides to raise money for the school, and if the opponents raise more money he'd gladly forego the honor of having the building renamed after him so i, I think that was like uh that was a fourth dimensional chess move on his part or whoever came up with it as he said it might not have been him whatever member of his camp came up with that idea should hopefully get a raise uh, yeah. as it turns out his supporters raised the most money so the building will be called the dave Chappelle theater so he gave the school an out and i think yeah. that was really really smart so uh, hopefully that, that uh, maybe more people can come up with something like this when these types of pushbacks happen, which always come off to me as particularly inorganic uh, because they just never feel like it's actually the majority that are saying this. It's, it's very loud, very boisterous, and very small uh, portions of the population that say these things. Dude, it's not, it's, not, it's not even like a fraction of a percentage of the people that send emails. It's like people are so weak-spirited yep. that they get three heinous emails and instead of being an adult and deleting them and being like i'm gonna go get chick-fil-a <laughs> they changed their entire corporate strategy very stupid that's what puzzles me about the situation we're in right now um because i'm wondering what things are going to be like when Gen Z is like running PR firms and marketing teams and social media. If you just want to watch the world burn, just send messages that are negative. Kids to like don't care anymore. Like it. What do you mean? It, like Gen Z is like the most polarized, polarized about like how you react to these things. But also like, I think we, have been so desensitized to it that we're not going to sit there like a boomer and see one negative reaction and blow it out of proportion yeah. like we saw with the rock and in this case it's like we just have a sense of proportionality in that way probably and comes like, from being raised in the internet age yeah and a sense of how fast-paced it is 
we're we're not going to see one negative comment and believe that it's a disaster yeah. a, like a brand disaster i think that's a that's probably a huge benefit that comes from being raised in an a, in a time where your entire life social media has been a thing you know how yeah. fleeting it is and yeah. when you've been the person sending some negative tweet or yeah. you've been the person hitting dislike on a youtube rewind video like you know how insignificant your input actually is yep so i'm just curious about like where things are going to go once once Gen Z is like all out of college and we're going to like start taking over these jobs because they're not going to be taking pure it, chaos they, they won't be taking it from boomers they'll be taking it from Gen Xers and and millennials yeah soon. yeah I'll tell you where it's going to go it's going to go wherever their therapists tell them it's gonna go. that's true like it's and the therapist gets paid least emotionally whole, stable yep. yeah it's like am, am I better now nope come come back next <laughs> week you're still broken <sighs> All right, uh, are you ready for womp, womp, womp? Womp, womp. Womp, womp, Okay, so it says, Amber Heard shopping at <laughs> TJ Maxx with sister as $8.3 million judgment looms. Womp, womp. This just like raises my suspicion that she's eventually going to be my ex-girlfriend. Like, I'm telling you. <laughs> like, if there's anything... I doubt it. She probably liked Ben Affleck as Batman, so you might... Who cares? I can look past that. Uh, <laughs> for her, but not for me. Now I'm, now yeah, I'm, now I'm I mean... Anyway, I don't, I don't quite, I don't, I don't quite have her hips, but you know, <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. So, but so uh, Amber, Heard, uh, Amber Heard is facing a stark and expensive reality after the Johnny Depp trial, namely that, namely that she could, be, namely, namely, not namingly. Oh my God, <laughs> namely that she could be on the hook for millions. So it's no surprise she's out bargain hunting. I don't buy this. Okay, you want to read your article? You want to read? Yeah, uh, sure. So somebody <laughs> named Mary Morgan wrote her own opinion piece. On it, this, would you like to lead the conversation? Totally. I've heard Go she's based and red pilled. At first, I just want to address um, what she was wearing at TJ Maxx. It's very everyman. Is uh, yeah. she's got this white button down she with looks baggy like she's going mom to go jeans, house painting. Yep, and open toed shoes. That's not house painting, but the rest of it is. She's wearing an Apple Watch, big top knot on her head. Um, I'm not personally a fan, and but she's trying to look. Humble. Yes. Okay. I'm not a hot Hollywood actress. <laughs> I'm just like you guys. Mm -hmm. So rumor has it, if you word on shat street the bed is, and, and mentally abused your husband. <laughs> your career shat the bed. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> so my instinct is it's a PR stunt. She's trying to Absolutely. appear that she's broke, struggling. She can't get work. She. I, I got to shop in the bargain rack. She's. Shopping with all the ordinary people at the discount rack. She plebs us plebs. Listen, She's a pleb I, just like us. I gotta intervene. Go there ahead. is literally just something about chicks and TJ Maxx. I <laughs> don't know what. I think we should generally put some money into research about my mom, it. My mom loved TJ. Maxx. I know. I'm. I know. Like I. I didn't. Even, I don't even know her, and I know. <laughs> now another thing I wanted to mention is like she was this this was stupid. Some people on Twitter were like, "Oh, and TMZ just happened to be hanging out in TJ Maxx right. too." Like they Actually, thought that, that she called ahead and was like, "TMZ paparazzi, go to TJ Maxx and then I'm going to walk in and you're going to take a video of me." That's not what happened. People take videos and then they send them to TMZ. Yep. I Idiot. do like I do like the idea that <laughs> 
like getting weirdly heated about it. I do love the idea that there's just like a TMZ photographer in there who just like he just happens to shop there well, and he's yeah. like, "What the hell?" People call ahead for paparazzi all the time. Yeah. I just don't think this is one of those things. She knows that people are like way more likely to recognize her in public than they were before because this trial has like majorly inflated her face and name recognition. Do you think, do you think that her, um, do you think that her like published tip, like, like PR team was like, you should go to a thrift store. And she's like, I'm not doing that. You're going to have to go like a couple <laughs> Come steps. Come up with something. You're, no, you're going to have to go. She's no, like, okay. TJ Maxx. And she's like, still no. Poor people like, TJ stuff. Maxx I'm not doing in that. the Hamptons. Yeah. And she's like, okay, fine. Fine. Yeah. Which is a bummer <laughs> because I love thrift shopping and I would have loved to see Amber Heard, you know, looking at bowls <laughs> in the thrift store or buying like a live, laugh, love poster. <laughs> for her for her house you know like the one thing that might be like okay this is fake she's not in the candles section smelling every single one <laughs> that's always what as my mom bought women, two candles i'm telling yeah. you like as women do they just like smell the candles <laughs> and they pull it up to you and be like do you like this one and i'm like yes i like all of them they're designed yeah. to smell nice <laughs> what do you want me to do sorry women they, love getting faint from smelling candles you know TJ th Maxx. there's some scars that are coming back up guys i'm sorry that i'm having to do this life with you, you I, know? I but do, we're a family. it's okay we're raw and we're real <laughs> exactly. do you think that depth this isn't the vlog <laughs> do you think that depth uh waves the f waves the fee they've been talking about like them waving the fee because his, his goal is to clear his name his goal wasn't to get paid yeah, because, um, I mean, even his lawyers have already hinted that they're not going to, they're not planning on collecting the full damages. Like, and it's not like if they tried, they would be able to because even at the highest estimate of her net worth, it still doesn't equal the damages no. that would be collected. And then he kind of looks like the bad guy yeah, yeah. For, for collecting. Yeah, then you can milk that PR angle even even more. The good PR was worth way more to him right. than the than the than the money. What I said was like the real victory for Johnny Depp was the restoration of his reputation, and it ultimately doesn't matter whether he collects those damages in full or not. There's so many TikTok videos now of various people doing the the Jack Sparrow run. It's it's my, <laughs> it's, it's my new favorite thing. Like the other one, the one the first one I saw was like a, a supposed Amazon worker doing a, a Jack a Jack Sparrow run. The new one was. A Dunkin' Donuts worker doing a, a Jack Sparrow run. It's fantastic. I mean, He's, it's better than the yeah. nurses. Yes. He's oh, definitely God. back in the good graces of the oh, public. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. And also, there were a lot of people who were very cynical about this, this outing that Amber Heard did because they see through the PR stunts. Um, but then other people were leaning towards her side. I don't know what's real on Twitter anymore or what's fake. None of it's real. It's all fake. Yeah, maybe it's all just bots arguing with each other. <laughs> but um, some people were like, oh, now we're we're shaming celebs for shopping at TJ Maxx. What happened to them being normal people like us? They're not normal They're people not. like us. Uh -huh. We weren't advancing that narrative. They were. Yep. That was never us. Celebrities. They're just like us. Look, yeah. at they go get smoothies, too. Yeah. yeah um, I hate that. <laughs> uh, someone else said Amber Heard. Last week, Amber Heard was too rich and could afford a private jet, which meant she'd have no problem paying Johnny Depp. But now she's so broke, she's shopping at TJ Maxx well, and is being ridiculed for it. So the, what's the narrative y'all are going with next week? Remember right. the, the house she was living in when she was out here? Like when, when she was in... Yeah, 22000 uh, like, a month. Uh, yeah, like rent, yeah, rental house with like a tennis Bro. court. Yeah, yeah, so... She's uh, not. She's not broke. She's not even close to broke. She should have like they should have sent a picture of her like pretending to stay at a Best Western, like yeah. <laughs> somebody snaps a picture of her looking really forlorn on a bed. She's like, I don't want to crap on this bed. It's already bad enough. I I'm not doing that. Like, 
I I have no idea where her Maybe net that's worth why. actually stands, but she she'll be doing just fine. And as I concluded, she can always rest on her laurels with Space Daddy at the helm. Just 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 call up Space Daddy and ask him for some Literally of that sweet sweet Daddy. Tesla money. Brett, I had an epiphany. What? She's at TJ Maxx buying candles because she shot the bed, and she needs like the smell to get rid of. New sheets too. New sheets. Perfect. Do we Those just understand everything? Yeah. Like, what the hell's going on? That's why on? she feels so <laughs> comfortable doing it because she knows she can get the replacements for cheap. PCC, your number one source of news. Yes. On exactly. Mondays. I love that that's still like on Mondays to the sands of time. Like, there's no. We didn't get the conclusion on that particular instance after the trial. I don't really. They both like ended it with their side. Yep. I just I don't like it was the dog. No, it was you. It was the dog. Like like <laughs> I I like the idea that it was both of them. What was the truth? That it was her and the dog at the same time. What about the bee? And, and her dog, her stepped, dog on a bee. stepped on a bee. Uh, she's just uh, <laughs> <I can't. laughs> like that was a great moment. It's all just it's too much. By the way, I buy one get one free. <laughs> <laughs> My dad needs to pee. <laughs> Christ law. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I also agree with you that like I love how much people are schmoes and they just ate all the Johnny Depp's. Like, haha, he's perfect, isn't he? He's like delightful. It's like mm, I'm sure. Like, yeah, I'm just I'm tired of the whole thing. Yep. I'm that, fatigued with the whole. Story. This was only good because want want want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is, is why I wrote about it. Agreed. All right. Uh, super chats. Yes. Me. Mm. Halls and the kids said, TJ Maxx is for women that want to pretend they're thrifty but are too good to walk into an actual thrift store. Fight me. Oh. Dude, Jessica's just right about everything. Yeah. Uh, and there's a couple more up there. There's uh, even one with Waffle Sensei being wrong, unfortunately. <laughs> so C. Hobbit says, I see two main ways of getting caught by microtransactions, cosmetic and power. You want to look cool or be the best. Both are stupid as ultimately it's a bunch of pixels on the screen. Reality is gone. Yeah, like like I agree. You could make the argument like what if I spent that money on like myself in the real world? Like would that would that help? Like, my my only answer to that is like we're potentially in a simulation and that we would be also pixels as well. Oh, so okay. spending money on yourself is also irrelevant. So every time Dane every is time a you, monk. Every time you buy like clothes in the real world, you're just buying aesthetic microtransactions for yourself. Is everything in NFT? <laughs> Durr! Are, are, I'm okay. Are we in <laughs> NFT? Is, Whoa, guys. This is getting too All right, There's one more. Awful uh, Sensei, about, the beloved, said, Unfortunately, I didn't like Affleck Batman, but the portrayal did remind me a bit of old school Justice League Batman, just not as cool. Well, you know, it's okay to end the day with two people being wrong. That's fine. Yeah, I you and who else? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you, Waffle <laughs> Sensei, in the. What's menu. up, guys? We're Dana's hiring. gyrating for anyone who isn't watching. We are vibing with the facts. All right, guys. So <laughs> now that we know that Dane and Waffle Sensei are wrong, I wanted to thank all of you for. <laughs> For coming today Dane tell everyone Where they can find you On social media So they too can tell you That you were wrong About Ben Affleck Batman Hey guys look at me <laughs> At Dane Fawn on Twitter Tell him he's wrong About Ben Affleck Batman Please that Why would, would you That would That would make me feel Very good <laughs> Mary where can they find you You can find me on Instagram And WeChat At Closer Kitty And whenever I post articles On TimCast.com I promote them there Today is about TJ Maxx Womp Womp TJ Maxx, womp, womp, womp. And luckily, you will not have to hear anything about Ben Affleck Batman when uh, when Mary's talking because she doesn't care. 
I do not care. Guys, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasvick. Come to tell me how right I was about Ben Affleck <laughs> Batman. Please don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Slide in the DMs. Slide into the DMs <laughs> to talk about Ben Affleck Batman. That's fine. <laughs> uh, for the show, Monday through Friday. Thank, thank you. you. Do you want to read that one real quick? Let's see it. Waffle <laughs> Sensei, the beloved and empirical, says, I'm never wrong, Brett. Nice try. Read my name. Waffle Sensei, the beloved and empirically wrong at certain times. Thank you very no, that, thank you for the super chat. Uh, I, I I accept that you guys can have your opinion. We we can disagree here. That's fine. It's all right. Guys, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasvik. Like I said, for the show, Monday through Friday here on YouTube, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. Grab a Cali burrito or tacos from Street Truck. Come and watch the show. We appreciate it very much. We are also on uh, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or Spotify. If you would prefer to listen to this madness rather than watch the madness, I understand that as well. Why would you? We're Wh- so cute. That's <laughs> Well, I'm always like, I have a face for radio, but that's fine. You can also <laughs> find us on social media. We are on Twitter at pop culture underscore show we are on facebook and tiktok at pop culture crisis and we are on instagram at pop culture crisis pod we will be back with another episode tomorrow we'll see you then guys bye bye